Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the latest episode of The Writer's Haven. I am your host, Musu of Musu Writes, and I do want to thank you guys for joining, and I have a very special episode lined up today. Um, I had the privilege and the honor to speak with an author who has really learned how to make adversity work for her. Um, Author S.D. Moore um, is an award-winning author, and um, she's really come a long way, and I'm really excited for her and her writing career. Uh, We had a really great conversation about um, her background, how she was put into the world of writing, and um, what she plans to do with it moving forward. And it's really interesting because she suffered uh, a physical injury. Um, she is a vet, so during her military service, she she was injured. But that injury pretty much changed her life completely um, for the better. It opened so many doors for her. It opened many doors for her thinking process, Um, the way she sees the world, and um, how she chooses to go about living her life. So again, um, this was a really awesome conversation, and I'm so glad that she took the time to talk with us about um, her work. And the other thing that I would like to point out is, you know, we definitely need more veteran writers, um, and we get into that in our conversation as well. I think there is, um, you know, it's not being represented enough because veterans have so much to offer when it comes to um, literature and expressing oneself and just um, being a creative. I think it's, it's a beautiful thing to see when a veteran is able to take their experience and use it in the most expressive way to, um, you know, reach out to people or to just express themselves. So I really hope that you enjoy this interview. I know I, I did, (laughs) you know, I love when we have, um, you know, such interesting folks on here. Um, if you, we are not connected, please, I would love to be connected with you on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. Uh, my handle is Musu Writes, and I am also on MusuWrites.com, the website. And uh, I'm also building up my newsletter, so it would be great if you would take a visit to the website. If you're not signed up already, please be sure to do so. I will be sharing Miss Moore's contact information in the show notes and during the episode as well. So sit back, relax, enjoy, and I will talk with you guys next time. Um, I do understand that you are a veteran. Yes, Air Force. Air Force. Okay. Um, so, well, I served in the Air Force too, so that's interesting. Um, I'm hey. Yeah. So it's always good to see um, veterans who have, you know, come into the, the quote unquote world of writing. So um, I'm really excited to hear about um, your story. Um, I did take some time to um, research you a little bit and you have a magnificent background, by the way. It's just amazing to me the journey that you've been on to get to where you're at right now um can you talk a little bit about how you came into writing uh well um it it is an odd journey like you said uh I actually had a stroke and prior to the stroke I wasn't writing or doing anything creative. I was pretty much a party girl. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then after that, my brain rewired itself. Hmm. And once that happened, my my brain came alive with 
stories and songs. And it was absolutely amazing. Uh, a neurologist said that I have acquired savant syndrome. So, hmm. um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I only have one half of the communi communication sector left in my brain. But um, so that's how I started out, uh, started on this writing journey was to simply do a brain dump, you know, because I, okay. I mean, my flooded with all these stories. And so that's pretty much how it started. Yeah. And was this while you were still in the military or was it after you got out? Oh, while I was still in the military is when I had the stroke. And okay. uh, yeah, I deployed to uh, Turkey and then to Iraq and something happened. I don't know if it was the shots, but I came back with a, just a, a tremendous headache that would not go away. And um, well, long story short, I ended up having a stroke. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Wow. Yeah. And so once you started, once you connected with writing, um, what was that experience like? Was that more of an outlet for you or was it a therapeutic thing? How did that factor in? You know, it's, it's, it's a little bit of both. Um, it's a bit of therapy because I like to write about different parts of my life. I always throw in a little bit about my military experiences in there. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of therapeutic. Uh, you, know, uh, you know, lots of different kinds of things happen to us from like I said, serving in Iraq and sleeping in a tent in Turkey and uh, just our regular normal jobs and, and just uh, a lot of training, uh, warfare training and stuff. So I'll slip some of the funny parts and some of the serious parts, some of the adventurous parts into some of my stories. So uh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And I see that you have, you, you've written mystery, you have children's books. Um, is there a genre that you feel best describes your work? Horror. Horror. Awesome. <laughs> it's my thing. That is my jam. Uh, <laughs> my horror novel, Wicked Prayers, won first prize in the Reader's Favorites International book competition. Congratulations. Wow. Thank you. My uh, horror screenplay, called leapers because uh, actually leapers are creatures inside of wicked prayers so i just pulled them out and kind of gave them their own story and that story won best in the fest in the boobs and blood film festival hmm. awesome. yeah, I, it's crazy i yes. don't know <laughs> but how far do you see it going because you you're getting this this great recognition um is is there movies along the way on the way or you know how far are we going with it um, I, I hope so. Um, okay. I recently wrote uh, a television pilot for a Black sitcom called Family Rental. And so that's already won an award. But the thing that I'm, I'm kind of hanging my hat on is my own bio uh, story called Stronger When She's Broken. Mm. And it's nominated by the Hip Hop Film Festival. Oh, my now that, goodness. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm fingers crossed. Prayers yeah. up. Absolutely. Absolutely. And now with writing that particular project, what was that like? Because when I talk to different writers, you know, they can explore all types of topics. But when it comes to doing that digging and writing something that's very close to them, it can be quite an experience. What was it like for you? Uh, it was deep. And uh, at times, you know, I cried, I laughed. Uh, it, it's about my journey uh, coming out of Detroit 
and uh, joining the military and believing that the grass is all is a little bit greener when you yeah. when you get out of the hood, if you will, mm-hmm. and um, just experiencing some different things. I just I wasn't expecting when I joined the military, just a lot of uh, the uh, interactions as a female, because I joined in the 80s. So mm-hmm. that was, it was a little different. I wasn't really expecting some of uh, the experiences I would experience as a female. Um, it's pretty much a male dominated yeah. uh, career, you know, so it was a little different. Um, What's your most cherished moment of the, in the military? Ooh, <laughs> wow, probably cherished. I, I think probably the most um, memorable moment was when I deployed to Iraq and we ended up uh, trying to come back and it started snowing real hard and we were in helicopters and we ended up having to set our helicopters down in the middle of the snowstorm in Lord knows where it was dark. We didn't know where we were at. And so we were lost. And uh, when we did that, some villagers came out of Lord knows where, and uh, they greeted us and helped us go to their village. And I mm-hmm. ended up spending the night in the village with a gun under my pillow. That was wow. a tr- So here I am. I was a club manager. <laughs> okay. Just to get oh. you know, I'm, I'm taking inventory for rum and vodka and whatnot, watching the party go and, <laughs> and everything. And of course, we have warfighter skills. And so at that time, I had to activate my warfighter skill and ended up in a situation where I had to be rescued. We were literally rescued and I ended up getting a humanitarian service medal. So that's, <laughs> my, that's my experience. It's, it's like, wow. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, you, you spoke about, um, the, the book that you're, that you're, um, did you win the, was it the hip hop award? Um, stronger when she's broken the, uh, I'm sorry, the name of the award that was nominated. Okay. Yeah. Um, stronger when she's broken is a feature script. Mm -hmm. Uh, that, that one is the one about my life. It's one four different awards um, but now it's nominated in this one let, let me tell you why this one is so important the hip-hop yes. festival uh it's it's uh they have whole different festivals around the world part of africa and uh the one in new york and at this year they're actually honoring queen latifah hmm. um, uh morris chestnut is going to be a guest there it is sponsored wow. by Netflix and BET and um, Revolt TV. I mean, this is this really is probably the the largest film festival that um, I've ever been affiliated with or nominated in. Mm-hmm. I, I'm 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 truly humbled and honored at yes. this point. Yeah. And and so with this particular work, of course, you know, it's based on you and um, everything that is you know different things that have happened to you. With the other works that you have. Um, is there another one that comes in second as far as what, which um, identifies with you most or, you know, which is kind of like closest to your heart? Um, well, let me say, I think I've only, I've written four screenplays, but I think, um, ooh, wow. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm kind of torn between horror and comedy. Okay. So <laughs> I, 
I love leapers because it's affiliated with wicked prayers and, uh, and, and wicked prayers is, you know, I used various spells from the Bible and Jewish texts to, to kill the demon, if you will. So, okay. So leapers is, uh, it's, it's a really uh, important piece, but it's, it's got a lot of humor in it and it's kind of violent. It's, you know, I, I, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't use a soft touch when I write horror. It's, okay. it's, it's yeah. Ripping rope. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, and that's, that's very interesting to hear. Um, and you know, we have it, when it comes to writing, pe- people have, you know, the different sources that they pull from, um, whether it's <clears throat> they're going to write things about their family or whatever. The example you just gave with pulling from the, the Bible and, you know, um, Jewish culture. Um, what do you have other places, other sources that you use to fuel your creativity? Yes, now, this is going to be weird, but I'm, I'm kind of into uh, physics. <laughs> That's okay. how it's- crazy but I I I I, when I write sci-fi because I'll I will include some element of sci-fi in almost everything that I write but I want to make sure that it is um technically accurate that it is uh that it's possible that this could happen so it's kind of like theoretical physics that I'll use in some of uh, the things that I write I know that sounds weird it's like wow it it sounds interesting actually because I've I've never thought about, you know, physics when it comes to writing. Um, I don't know. Let's let's talk about that a little bit more. Um, you know, is it something that uh, you, you know, like what what do you see down the line with that as far as what, what you're working on when it comes to, you know, the physics aspect of it? Well, uh, I, I'm also a patented inventor. OK, so oh, I, okay. I like to kind of tinker a little bit. Uh, the physics part comes comes from that aspect of it, you know. So my mind is always going towards, oh, maybe I can create this kind of thing or something, mm-hmm. you know. And so in Wicked Prayers in particular, it has a lot of sci-fi elements, weapons and things. So I, I do uh, research things, like I said, to make sure that it is possible to create some sort of an energy weapon um, based off of uh, electromagnetic energy that could actually move in a certain way, Mm. uh, you know, to make it plausible. Um, But I also research fight scenes, uh, a lot of martial arts scenes. So I want to make sure that the fight scenes are technically accurate too. Okay. So that's all part of the whole, uh, physics and energy and you know when you hit a body part of the body here i am talking with my hands on the radio uh (laughs) a part of the body the body should respond in a certain way and it should move and if if you're on gravel it should slide so depending on how a body is hit you know different things come into play with that so Mm -hmm. i do a lot of research to make sure things are uh, scientifically sound, physically sound, uh, you know, theoretically f- physics sound. So, yes. Okay. Um, that's, that's so interesting. And speaking of creativity, you have an invention, correct? That you have that I believe it's patented as well. Yes. Yes. If you look me up, I think I'm listed as one of the famous black inventors. I'm not that famous, but, uh, <laughs> It's called the portable hot sink system. And um, yeah, that's. Wow. 
that is that is amazing i you know the the little bit of digging that i did i'm like wow this is this is so multi-dimensional it just feels that there's so many um i don't even know the word so many different um aspects to you and the way it's all funneled through your writing is just so amazing um and so when it comes to you know this this journey that you're on where what do you see um happening further down the line I know we talked about that a little bit earlier but do you you see yourself staying in the realm of writing or do you see it developing into something else yes uh I, I my brain just doesn't shut off so I have to kind of do a brain dump and tell these stories mm-hmm. but I think um I think the television pilot seems to be getting a little bit more uh, a little bit more traction in different areas than I thought it would and it's my first television pilot mm-hmm. so I think it may be easier to uh, break in with the TV pilot mm-hmm. uh than anything else but I would of course I, I'd like to see my my stories on the big screen yeah uh, yeah absolutely absolutely mm-hmm. that would be I, I would be front row and center for that <laughs> <laughs> wow and so for those who you know because a lot of the times when it comes to military service um, a lot of the times it can be difficult for folks when they've transitioned out and they're trying to transition transition back into civilian life. Um, all types of mental and emotional health that they're dealing with. And I, I believe that there should be more representation of, you know, veterans across the board um, in the literary world. Uh, do you have any words of advice for those in that particular category who may be looking for some type of outlet um, as to why they should tap into a, a literary outlet for themselves? Uh, yes, and I, I'm I'm really glad you asked that question um, because it, it was kind of hard when I, I got out of the right. military uh, and then trying to transition into the civilian world. Mm-hmm. So I and and it really is therapeutic. A lot of us have had some incredible incredible experiences while in the military, uh, and I think it's important for us to write it down tell the story our way, uh, you will find that when you do that brain dump, it's, it, it really does nourish the soul a bit. It mm-hmm. eases a lot of that pressure that we have on us transitioning from one arena into another. So telling the story in your way, I think is real important. Um, you'll find uh, that you will develop a lot more strength in overcoming a lot of other things because when you write, you control that world, you know, but when you take a job working with civilians, that's a world you can't control. And it's a lot of times it feels like you are sliding on gravel and can't really find your footing. But when you write, you can, you know, change that world to your liking, you manipulate the emotions within that world that you, you're, there's a bit of omnipotence that comes with that creative yes. mm-hmm. art, you know, but it, it, um, it is a great release. Uh, uh, one of my stories uh, before we were perfect, um, yeah. I write about a friend of mine who um, there was a helicopter crash at, at Nellis Air Force Base back in, uh, oh, I think it was 1998. And in that story, I actually write about that and honor a friend of mine in it. Um, and Wicked Prayers, I, I honor a, a 
a warrant officer, he allowed me to tell his story, how he rescued a bunch of folks and strapped them to the outside of his helicopter. And I included that story in Wicked Prayers. And the helicopter took on gunfire and he was shot multiple times. And so uh, I actually included that story in, in Wicked Prayers. So yeah, it's therapeutic. And, and, I, and it also allows me to honor my friends too. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, as far as it, yeah, it's definitely therapeutic, but then the fact that you get to, you know, highlight and pay homage, homage to, you know, those either who you served with or just to, to anyone who has ever served that, that is just a great way to go about it. Thank you for sharing that. I think uh, people will appreciate hearing that. Yes. Yeah. His name was Xanders. So if you read Wicked Prayers and you see that, he's okay. a real, Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you were going to say he's a what? He's a real, that, that's, Xander's is a real life guy, but he gave oh. me tell a story. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, so, um, and then as far as, uh, you know, in the early part of your, your writing journey, did you come across a lot of rejection? Because that's another thing that can be a, a setback, you know, as far as people who are trying to move forward or just trying to look for that outlet. Is that something to learn how to deal with or know to expect? Uh, yes, there will be some rejection, but um, uh, I really don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know, I, I try to put that, but uh, you know, I'm just moving forward and I'm just telling my stories. Um, uh, you know, I, I also have lupus and lupus has tried to take me out a few times. So, um, so rejection doesn't mean a thing to me because I'm on a bucket list journey and I really don't care. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's how I feel. Mm -hmm. But when you do experience that, that's that's only a, a, a minor stumbling block on your way to success. Um, uh, Wicked Prayers was self-published and uh, and but it I turned it ended up winning first prize in a writing competition. Mm. Uh, that competition in, it previously honored uh, Jim Carrey, Henry Winkler, and some other folks. So, uh, but I self-published it. I couldn't get it traditionally published mm -hmm. as, you know, you need an agent. In order to get an agent, you need to be published. You know, it's circular madness. Yes. So, don't, you know, Tyler Perry has been rejected multiple <laughs> times. You hear about multiple artists. Uh, Stephen King was rejected multiple times. So just keep moving forward. Tell your story. Uh, there's so many ways to get your story out there. There's an audience for everything. So don't give up. That no means nothing. Seriously. Yeah. Just hone your craft. Keep practicing. Keep working at it to get better and better. And every time I write and produce something, I get better and better, you know? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So. Yeah. That's very encouraging to hear um, because I know, uh, you know, some of the guests that we have and, you know, including myself, uh, just trying to find your way around the, the quote unquote literary world when you can make it what you want it to be. And so, you know, being self-published or traditionally published, you know, however way it's, it's still possible for you to get your story out there. So I, you know, I appreciate you sharing that. And just out of curiosity, I know um, Wicked Prayers is self-published. Do you have any uh, traditionally published work? 
No, no. And awesome. And that is just awesome to hear. <laughs> have not. I'm serious. I so uh, I tried to publish a children's book, and uh, the the publishing company wanted a six month exclusive read. And in the meantime, different kinds of things happened with me. And when they finally got around to me after six months, the company had changed hands and said, you know what? We no longer publish children's stories. And I'm like, you know what? I just lost six months of my life with that nonsense. Right. Nonsense. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Right. So. So from now on, I'm just moving forward and telling my the stories that the good Lord gave me. Okay. Absolutely. Hey, no, amen to that. I have no problem with that. Um, that that's that's a beautiful thing. And I think a lot of people will be able to take, you know, just just going to your website alone and just seeing um the different types of exposure that your your writing has had. It's just really encouraging to see. Um, do you have anything uh currently that that's in the works that you're working on that you care to share with us? I uh, yes. Um I'm actually actually working on a book about uh, screenwriting so that I can show other people how to write to to do exactly what I did and I will teach them how to write uh, feature length screen uh, feature length screen plays teach them the the basics of uh, script writing and um, also TV writing since I you know I just mm-hmm. uh, published this uh, this television pilot. So I, I want to show them, you know, I, I had to teach myself how to do it. And now I want to teach others how to do it. So I, it's, it's not, I, I, I kind I finished the book, but I'm waiting to see what happens with a couple of uh, competitions mm-hmm. and uh, then I will put it out there. Beautiful. Beautiful. I know I will be the first to co- to get a copy of that um, because screenwriting has, you know, is a pretty, it's a new interest to me and I'm sure others will learn and learn, love to learn more about it as well. So yeah, we're, we'll be on the lookout for that. Um, any uh, words of, you know, any last words like of advice or anything as we close out this, this interview? Uh, keep writing. Don't give up. Uh, and, and, and I, I think I said before, you know, I'm a stroke survivor. I have had a near heart attack. I have lupus, which is a, de- a deadly disease that has really tried to take me out uh, about four times. Mm-hmm. And um, in spite of your health challenges, I'm only saying this because there are a lot of people who are going through their own health challenges. Yes. I don't want you to give up, you know, because at times it gets real hard. But you have to keep moving forward, uh, keep writing. Trust me, that that really has helped my soul. Uh, and just keep moving forward and don't give up. Whatever you do, don't give up. Yeah, okay. yeah. Thank you so much. Um, I, I really do uh, appreciate what you shared with us. I think um, you know, there's so much. Like I said, people can take from your background, from your work, from your accomplishments, and just see that it's something that, you know, they themselves can achieve. So I, you shared a lot of wisdom today. So I I do want to thank you for coming on. Yes. And if people want to look up a little bit more about me and my work, uh, they can find that at www.sdmoreauthor.com. That's S as in Sam, D as in Diamond, more, M-O-O-R-E, author.com, sdmoreauthor.com. 
All right. And we will also be sharing that information in the show notes. So, um, yeah, please check out her, her website and check out her work. You will not be disappointed. Um, and I do want to thank you again for coming on today. I, I always um, invite folks in advance to please come back in the future, especially with the, the current project that you're working on. I'd love to speak with you about that once it's done. Okay, for yeah. sure. All right. So, um, yeah, I will... Uh,